Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Welcome to the first part of the season previews for 2024. Now, technically, we did do season previews at the back end of the season uh, this season. Uh, obviously, did the review and previews, but we're going to be doing straight up previews uh, for the month of January, right from the 2nd all the way up to the 18th. So today, we're going to kick that off with the Tigers. We're going to be doing them one at a time. Last year, we did three at a time. I think it'd be better to do them one at a time, spend a good amount of time going through each team rather than you know having an hour podcast each for, for three teams. I think it's a bit long. You guys enjoy the shorter podcasts. So we're going to just keep it one team per podcast and we're going to really spread them out over the next few days from the second, which is today, all the way to the 18th. So uh, you're going to have some great content coming out over the next few days. And we're going to go backwards from the ladder that was the 2023 season. Uh, so we're going to go from the Wooden Spooners this year, which were the Tigers. And then the last podcast on the 18th is going to be the Penrith Panthers. But this one is the West Tigers. We're going to be talking about four main points uh, for the West Tigers. And then I'm going to tell you where I think they're going to be on the ladder. Uh, then a little bit later down the track, we're going to use the ladder that we built, uh, obviously, going through each team in these previews, and we're going to combine them all and make it into a ladder prediction, which is going to come out a little bit later on. I think the 29th. Uh, that's going to come out. So um, you're going to have to wait a little while for that one. We've got some other content coming out um, after all of the season previews, uh, all these season previews come out. We've got some other content coming out between the 18th and the 29th. But on the 29th, you will get the latter prediction from these season previews. You've got a ton of content coming out over the month of January. Uh, Happy New Year, obviously, as well. It is the 2nd of January. Uh, We did take yesterday off. So happy new year from Big Lezzers League. It's going to be a big year for the podcast this year. I can feel it. Uh, but let's kick this one off with the West Tigers, the 2024 season preview. Uh, now, the first point I have here for the West Tigers is Benji Marshall. Benji Marshall as the coach for the 2024 season. Uh, obviously, only just recently retiring two years ago, comes in and gets a coaching role. Uh, they've also wiped the entire board as well and have interim people everywhere in the board. Uh, they're going to be hiring a new CEO and a chairman potentially, or uh, they're going to have Shane Richardson take the role and become the full-time CEO of the West Tigers at the moment. He is the CEO, uh, the interim CEO. Barry O'Farrell at the moment is the chairman. He was an ex-New South Wales Premier uh, as well. He is the interim chairman. Uh, they're both on six-month terms. So they've got a six-month deal. So then by then, we might either have uh, a new CEO and chairman or uh, these guys will take a full-time gig there and re-sign. It depends what the Tigers want to do. Uh, but it's a clean out of the board that the West Tigers needed. Um, and, and, you know, it is a Pretty much a full-on fresh start. They didn't have much success while Pasco was in there, while 
Lee Hagapantelis was in there as well. Uh, they didn't have much success whatsoever. So uh, it's good for them to have a fresh start. And part of that fresh start, as we said before, is Benji Marshall. How he's going to come in and coach this side is going to be very interesting. I know we were very 50-50 when it was announced that uh, Benji Marshall would be taking over uh, Tim Sheens. It was supposed to be a following year in 2025, but they've obviously made it a year sooner. Um, so look, it's going to be interesting how Benji Marshall coach coaches this side. We've pretty much seen already with the past few news updates that have come out about the West Tigers as well. We can see that Benji Marshall has a, has a no bullshit policy, has a no dickhead policy. He's very straightforward. He's quite strict on his players as well, which is what they need. They need someone like Benji Marshall, who was a leader in that side, who played with most of the boys in that side, uh, to really become that leader. Um, to boy the boys as well, but to also have that balance between boying the boys and being a leader, being the coach in that side as well. I think Benji Marshall is going to be very important for the halves. I think that Benji Marshall is going to be so important for guys like Aiden Caesar, who, yes, is very experienced in the game, but only just coming back to the NRL from the Super League as well. Platt had a long time with lead Rhinos, uh, only just coming back to the NRL for the Tigers. Um, and especially as someone who is more of a running six, uh, notably Aiden Caesar, uh, it'd be good to sort of turn him into a controlling halfback. Now, I haven't watched much of him. In fact, I haven't watched any of him really in the Super League, uh, Aiden Caesar. But, you know, I don't know if he's changed over to that controlling halfback already. But from when I last saw him, he was much more of a running six than he was a seven. He was the seven, obviously, with Canberra when they went um, to the grand final. So he does have experience at seven. I'm just keen to see him in this side bank being a controlling number seven. We could even see Jaden Sullivan at seven, to be honest. We know and we've seen from him in New South Wales Cup that he can control a footy side, but doing that in first grade is a totally different beast as well. So just seeing how this halves pairing is shaped, I think that Caesar will be at seven and Sullivan will be at six to start the year. But developing these halves as well, not only helping out Aiden Caesar, but Aiden Caesar and Benji Marshall both mentoring these younger halves in Jaden Sullivan and Latu Fina as well, who we think will come through in that 14 jersey. Uh, I think that'll be very interesting to see how Latu Fina comes into this side as well, uh, if Benji Marshall brings him in slowly or if he comes in straight away. Uh, but I'm very keen to see how Latu Fainu goes as well this season when he comes in. I'm keen to see where, how Jaden Sullivan goes. I think it's going to be a big year for Jaden Sullivan. I really do think that he is going to have a big year uh, with Aiden Caesar at seven. I think that, you know, a new club for him, a fresh start um, with the forwards they've got as well. I think that they're going to get a lot of momentum in games. I think he's going to be the perfect fit there at the Tigers in the number six. I really do think he's going to go well. Uh, so Jaden Sullivan, for me, I think will be great. I think under Benji Marshall, he'll only just get better as well. Benji Marshall, one of the better six in our game in the modern era. Uh, you know, I think having a guy like Benji Marshall mentoring Jaden Sullivan, it's going to be fantastic for uh Jaden Sullivan's development. So having Benji Marshall at coach will be great for the halves, uh, but just seeing his temperament at coach so far in the preseason has been really impressive as well. And I think we're seeing some good signs uh, for Benji Marshall as the head honcho of the Tigers. Uh, but, you know, an inexperienced coach, we expected a lot from uh, these, you know, fresh coaches that have come off being assistant coaches and go straight into head coaching roles. We saw it with, with, 
pretty much seeing it sort of with Demetrio. I mean, South Sydney have been okay. They've been somewhat successful. In Demetrio's first year, they made finals. In the second year, uh, they didn't. And this is Demetrio's third year now as the coach with South Sydney. So, um, you know, be very, be very interesting to see how that goes. But we've seen it somewhat with Demetrio. We've seen it with Cameron Serraldo, I think. He was a little bit overhyped, uh, Cameron Serraldo. Trent Barrett, the coach before him as well. We saw it with him. Um, you know, all of these assistant coaches that go into head coaching roles and don't do too well, we've seen it again and again and again in our game over the past few years. We're just hoping that Benji Marshall is different. Uh, for the West Tigers' sake and for Benji Marshall's sake as well. Um, so keen to see how Benji Marshall does go at the head honcho role. Uh, the halves pairing, obviously, we just talked about that before. It will be probably Jaden Sullivan at six with Caesar at seven. Uh, Caesar becoming that controlling halfback and Sullivan really opening up his game and playing off uh, Caesar, playing off Abby Corusau as well. These guys, I think that Caesar, as I said, is in for a big year. It's going to be Jareem Buller's first full year at fullback as well, which is very exciting. Uh, I'm very keen to see how Jareem Buller does go uh, with a full year at fullback. I think with uh, the halves pairing and the spine that they've got there, Jaden Sullivan, Aiden Caesar, Api Korosau, uh, they've got John Bateman and Isaiah Papali'i in the back row, Clemmer giving them a lot of go forward in the front row, Stefano Utsukamanu. Um, you know, they've got a really, really strong outfit going into this year uh, with a lot of go forward through their forwards. Fanua Pole as well, Justin Matamua. Um, just keen to see how Dream Buller plays off that. Uh, he was really impressive towards the back end of the year. Him being there for a whole season is a scary thought. Having a full season in first grade, I'm very keen to see how Buller goes. And then we just touched on them before, but Bateman and Papali'i. I think that it's going to be a big year for Bateman and Papali'i as well. Probably the best back row pairing in the competition. I'll be very keen to see if they do stay in the back row or if one of them moves to 13, whether that be Papali'i or more likely John Bateman. John Bateman did move into 13 towards the back end of the year. Whether Bateman starts at 13 or he starts in the back row, uh, we'll have to wait and see. I'd have them both in the back row with Fanor. Pole at 13. Um, but, you know, you do want that link, man. You do want that ball playing through the middle. So maybe they need to go searching for that guy. Justin Matamua could be that guy as well. Obviously, a little bit of experience at hooker. He's got the ball playing skills. I'd love to see him in a 13 jersey potentially as well. But just finding out how this side is going to look from 1 to 17 and keeping it pretty consistent right up until origin. And if things don't work out, then you can make changes. Uh, but keeping a bit of consistency with the lineups as well for the Tigers is going to be a big thing because they haven't done that over the years. The halves pairing changed a fuckload of times. And look, they were very unlucky with injury. Luke Brooks got injured. Adam Dewey got injured. But, you know, keeping a very consistent halves pairing, but I'm also a consistent 1-17 to 17 as well throughout the year is going to be super important. Yeah, things might not work out straight away, but you've got to give time for halves to gel. And I think if anyone knows that the most, it is Benji Marshall being a half himself and playing just recently, recently just retiring. Halves need time to gel. You've got to give them time. And I think if anyone knows that the best, it is Benji Marshall. Um, now, speaking of halves, or should I say past halves, Adam Dewey. Where does Adam Dewey fit into this side? We've had a few discussions on this during the year. I think that he will end up at right center. Uh, it really depends how they want to 
shape up their back line, but I believe he'll be on the right-hand side at centre. Uh, generally, just watching him play over the past few years before he got injured, he was very good down the right-hand side. Yes, he was in the number six jersey, but he was very good down the right-hand side, and it looks like his spiral is much better on that right-hand side as well. So I'd love to see him at right centre. I think the left centre will be Brent Naden. Uh, in terms of my wingers, they don't really have much faith in Nofaluma at the moment. Or Nofaluma, there's a few dramas with him. So depending on if he's at the club uh, in 2024 or not, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, the news around that has gone quite quiet. As far as I know, he's back at training uh, and he's training to a high standard as well. Uh, but at the moment, for me, it would be still David Nofaluma on the right. Uh, on the left-hand side, I would probably have either Charlie Staines. Uh, I'm just trying to think who else there is as well. Uh, Stafford Toe is an option as well. Um, who else is there? Let me look up the West Tigers squad for next year. Uh, so there's Adam Dewey. There is Alex Lobb. I think he's a new guy. Uh, Solomona Alameno. Alameno. Marlo, sorry, um, obviously signed from the Crusaders, I believe, in Rugby Union. Uh, he's a winger. He's as big as Dom Young, very fast, very strong. Uh, he might get a crack on the wing as well. Uh, there's Stafford Toa. There's Josh Folletti. Junior Tupo, actually, will get that spot, I think, first up. Yeah, it'll be Junior Tupo. Junior Tupo could fit into the centers as well if Brett Naden doesn't get the spot. Um, is Brett Naden in the squad? Yeah, he is. Um Junior Tupo will definitely be there for me. He will be there 100%. And I think he's signed for the Dolphins for 2025 as well. So it will be, it'll be his last year as a Tiger. Uh, hopefully he gets some solid first grade time. If Nofaluma doesn't play, the wingers could very much be Charlie Staines and a Junior Tupo as well. But I think Junior Tupo is a shoo-in. I think he's definitely there. And I'm very he's another guy that I'm very keen to see. He wasn't even in the notes for me, but... Junior Tupo is an absolute freak, absolute freak. I think we haven't really hit the ceiling of how good Junior Tupo is yet, and I'm very keen to see if we do hit that ceiling while he's at the West Tigers or if, if we have to wait until he goes uh, to the Dolphins. I don't think that signing's been announced yet for him to go to the Dolphins, but I'm pretty sure he's told his teammates that he's going uh, to the Dolphins. I think he's told... Benji that he's going to the Dolphins as of 2025. So we'll have to wait and see uh, on that one. But very talented player. Maybe the West Tigers re-sign him. If I was the West Tigers, I'd definitely be trying to re-sign him. He's an absolute freak, absolute weapon. Uh, Junior Tupo, he's ball playing. Uh, you could chuck him at center. You can chuck him on the wing. He's very versatile. Great kicking game as well on the edge. Uh, he's got a bit of a chip kick about him on that left-hand side. I'd definitely be playing him on the left. Uh, but very, very talented player, uh, Junior Tupo. Very keen to see how he goes in 2024, and hopefully he gets a lot of game time. Where do I see the Tigers end up? I think they definitely improve in 2024. Uh, I have got them in position 14th. I think they come 14th in 2024. I think they do not get the spoon. I think they do move up quite a bit. Uh, I think they sit anywhere from 9th to 14th for me personally, uh, but I would have them at 14th just with how I've sorted out the rest of the ladder for the rest of the teams as well. Uh, the Tigers do sit at 14th for me. Oh, one.